Hello, and welcome to Boston Private Perspectives. I'm Shannon Sakosha, Chief Investment Officer at Boston Private. With the turn of the calendar page to October last week, we have now moved into the final quarter of what by almost every account has been quite a long year. While I was admittedly planning on discussing the most recent moderation and economic data improvement in this podcast, the recent diagnosis of President Trump takes precedence almost anything else that I could find to discuss. Before you object or get too excited, this is a podcast about investing, the economy, and financial planning, not politics or epidemiology for that matter. But when the President of the United States is diagnosed with a disease that has killed over 200,000 Americans just weeks before the election, the ripple effects can be significant. And in this podcast, I will try to hit on what has happened thus far in the markets, what we could see happen next, and what the long-term implications might be. Let's start first with the equity market's initial reaction, which was very negative. This is hardly surprising. Equity investors hate uncertainty, and there is so much uncertainty already swirling that the news about the president and members of his inner circle was a lot to digest. First, there are clear national security concerns anytime a president is potentially incapacitated. While it does not appear that in this instance, there will be a clear need to invoke a transfer of power per the 25th Amendment, any disruption in the decision-making around defending and leading a government as vast and globally influential as the U.S. could create risk for American citizens. Second, there is the president's health itself. In addition to the succession issues, and no, it's not quite as straightforward as it seems, the perception that the president would potentially be hindered from doing his duties combined with his potential inability to campaign actively for re-election, would be highly disruptive to the current narrative. Whether or not the equity markets in the U.S. and globally are pricing in a Trump victory, the markets are certainly expecting a November 3rd election between two candidates who are physically well enough to hold the office. While precedent would not dictate a delay in the election, The logistics behind adding a new candidate to the ballot should President Trump be too ill to stand for re-election are fairly complex, especially in states that have already started to collect mail-in and absentee votes. Third, there is the Supreme Court. Supreme Court Justice nominee Amy Coney Barrett was gearing up for a fast-track confirmation process in order to replace the recently deceased Supreme Court Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg. However, the positive diagnosis of COVID-19 for three Republican senators has thrown a wrench into the plans for traditional in-person hearings, and while Senate Republicans are incredibly focused on getting the vote in before November 3rd, the need for many in the president's inner circle to quarantine could impede that process. The confirmation of Barrett is expected to bring to the fore several issues that conservatives would like to see in front of the big bench, including the Affordable Care Act and Roe v. Wade. From an economic perspective, these hearings will be the best way for investors to understand Barrett's positioning 
as it relates to immigration, gun control, and health care, as well as states' rights, which tend to be a broader issue subject to much interpretation by Supreme Court justices and could have important economic consequences at a more regional level. So with that as a backdrop, what is it that investors should consider in this week ahead? First, consider what the impact of the president's positive test has on the pandemic narrative in the coming weeks. There has been a very sharp divide between states that have been aggressive about reopening, such as Florida, with those that have been more cautious, such as New York. The different approach has been described as political in nature, as the Trump administration has been aggressively pushing for schools and businesses to reopen over the last few months, citing the economic impacts of the social limitations, as well as the disproportionate impact to older, sicker Americans from the virus. Risk markets, in turn, have responded positively to the improving economic data resulting from reopening and the stimulus provided by the CARES Act. And the recent sell-off might be on fears that the cases around the White House are a clear example of the second wave of COVID-19 flexing its muscle. This second wave is unlikely to lead to widespread lockdowns, but could result in more localized restrictions, as well as a behavioral response from consumers that slows the recovery. This is a legitimate concern, as economic data is already moderating following the expiration of several provisions of the CARES Act. But that's a story for next week. Second, the diagnosis coincides with a heightened level of scrutiny on the potential economic policies of both President Trump and former Vice President Biden. Prior to the COVID-19 outbreak, Prevailing wisdom was that Wall Street would favor a second term for President Trump, given his administration's commitment to deregulation and lower taxes for corporations. In late 2019 and early 2020, the thought was that a Biden win would usher in meaningfully higher taxes for companies and wealthy individuals, and that deregulation of hot-button industries like oil and gas would be rolled back in a Biden term. Post-pandemic, the odds have risen for a Biden win, and while Wall Street still appears to be uncomfortable with a higher tax environment, the U.S. economy is in a much different place than it was in late 2019. We believe that it makes sense to push expectations for a corporate tax hike later into Biden's term, if he is elected, in order to avoid upsetting a shaky economic rebound. In addition, the overhang of uncertainty associated with U.S.-China tensions would likely be lessened under a Biden presidency, although there is still going to be continued work by either candidate to move towards equality in that relationship. With President Trump out of commission from a campaign perspective for at least a week, Biden could seize the opportunity to better articulate his policies which could then be incorporated into investors' assumptions for 2021. The third thing to consider is what the impact on COVID-19 response will be following what will hopefully be a recovery of President Trump from the virus. The virus is certainly worse and has proven more difficult to contain than originally expected. However, part of what has complicated reducing the number of cases and containing exposure when one does become infected have been a litany of misinformation and confusion about therapeutics 
vaccine timing, and prevention in its most basic form, as well as a lack of a coordinated national effort with well-defined standards and protocols. As I mentioned earlier, I do not believe that we will see a national lockdown, shelter-at-home scenario revisited in the United States due to COVID-19. But perhaps this particular event, with not just the president, but several of his closest advisors impacted, will catalyze a more organized response to allow for thoughtful reopenings based on transparent, well-defined data, and create a more conciliatory tone to allow for better collaboration between the federal government and state and local authorities. While I know this sounds rather optimistic against the caustic political environment that dominates the 24-7 news cycle, the return to a more normal way of life for American society would be the best stimulus that any government could deliver right now. Thanks again for listening to this week's podcast. I want to encourage all of you to reach out to our team here at Boston Private with any questions or concerns you may have. Providing guidance and support as a trusted advisor is our mission. If you have any questions or thoughts on my points today, you can find me on Twitter at Shannon Sakosha. You can also read our latest perspectives on the markets, the economy, taxes, estate planning, and the election by visiting bostonprivate.com. If you want all of this information delivered right to your inbox, I encourage you to sign up for our newsletters on our website as well. Be sure to subscribe to the Boston Private Perspectives on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you prefer to listen. And I look forward to coming to you next week. This podcast is solely for informational purposes and is not a solicitation or an offer to buy any security or instrument or to participate in any trading strategy. The opinions expressed and information contained in this podcast are given in good faith, may be subject to change without notice, and are as of the date issued. All sourced information is believed to be reliable but has not been independently verified. This podcast discusses general market activity, industry or sector trends, or other broad-based economic, market, or political conditions and should not be construed as personalized investment advice. The following does not represent a complete analysis of every material fact with respect to the topics covered herein. All investments carry a risk of loss. Neither BPW nor its investment professionals or representatives provide tax, accounting, or legal advice. Listeners should review any planned financial transactions or arrangements that may have tax, accounting, or legal implications with their advisors. For additional information about us, please refer to our Form ADV Disclosure Brochure, which may be obtained by contacting us at 800-422-6172 or info at bostonprivate.com. Private banking and trust services are offered through Boston Private Bank and Trust Company, a Massachusetts chartered trust company. Wealth management services are offered through Boston Private Wealth LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor and wholly owned subsidiary of Boston Private Bank and Trust Company. Boston Private Bank is an FDIC member and equal housing lender. Investments are not FDIC insured, not bank guaranteed, and may lose value.